Is it me or is it hiding here? Is it me or was it hiding? So Hollywood Everybody, it's your girl Marquita, but they like to call me Hoop Miss Hollywood. And you're tuned into another episode of So Hollywood of Podcast. As you guys know, So Hollywood the Podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally, and I bring them together with this thing called entertainment. Um, and as you guys know, I like to do a mini recap of my last episode, which was episode 42. We had um, an actual. We had two people up here actually, um, and which is a part of the Adult Swim Volume Four mixtape. And my next guest is also um, a part of that as well. But we're going to get into that here shortly. Um, it was Gato Delgato and I Am Born King. They have um, what? Uh, which one is it? Let me see. I believe it's number thirty-two. Yep. Their song is number 32 on um, the Adult Swim Volume 4 mixtape, so make sure you guys go and tune that in and livemixtapes.com along with other places. Um, Their song is called Federal Indictment. Um, They're both New York natives. Um, We also talked about... um, We talked about a lot of stuff, to be 100% honest. Mostly um, their musical career and how they connected and how they became, uh, I don't want to say a group, but how they met and being able to go in the studio the second day they meet and actually write the song that's on um, our mixtape. So that's even crazy in itself. So make sure you guys go and tune in to my Instagram live page, or I'm sorry, my Instagram live with their interview. It's episode 42, which is my last episode. Um, and also 40 after, I like to do this thing called uh, Sweet 16. I don't know if you guys watch it, but watch it, listen, or whatever the case may be. Uh, sometimes if I have artists on the show, I like to get them out of their element when I, you know, because I don't tell them what I, you know, some things before the actual show. They have to actually do their research. So uh, Sweet 16 is when they spit 16 bars if they want to. Or you can spit the song that's actually on our mixtape. Um, so either way, if you choose to, if not, that's cool too. Um, and 45 after, I like to do this thing called Top 5. I pick five questions catered to my uh, interview or my guest, and they answer it to the best of their ability. Um, and mm-hmm. also 50 after, I like to do this thing called Wind It Down, which is shout-outs, your last words, etc. Um, And one more thing before we get into the interview. Uh the question of the day. I ask every every interview that I have that has a guest, I ask them uh, a question, and I answer. they answer it at the end of the actual show. Uh, the question of the day is, what bothers you about the industry? Why? And what will be your solution to fixing that? Um, now, what bothers you about the industry? Because a lot of people have things that they, you know, they it bothers them. So what bothers you about the industry? Why and what would be your solution to fixing it? So um, without further ado, I have my special guest, which I told you before. Uh, he was a guest, and I'm sorry, he was uh, on our mixtape, the Adult Swim Tour mixtape. Um, his name is Wild Hunting, and this is episode 43, by the way. How are you doing today? 
I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm trying to get this microphone right. <laughs> you see, I'm leaning down, but it's all good. I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm chilling. It's a, it's a nice little Sunday afternoon here. Oh, yes. It definitely is. It's it's hot as hell out here. And I'm pretty sure uh, if you're in Vegas, like I, I think you are, it's very, very hot out there, too. It is. I, I ain't even going to, like, try and sugarcoat it. Like, <laughs> I'm always the person to be like, it ain't that hot. But I just went outside. No, nah, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> but I want to give you uh, your proper introduction uh, you are, uh, you're in Las Vegas by way of Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you're MC, producer, writer, designer, director, overall multifaceted individual. And, and um, we're going to get into that a little bit later. Uh, however, I do like to start my show with one question and end with the question of the day. But this one question is, how did this thing called entertainment enter your life like your earliest memory that you can you can remember man um you know i i think the earliest memory that i have um my uncle worked in music so uh we would get to go a lot of places with him when i was like little little now this and, is um, not to, not to stop you but this is in chicago correct this is when this yeah, is where you yeah. grew up and this is where you were born okay yeah, go ahead, go yeah ahead. i didn't come out here until i was grown like okay. I, I came to this when i was like 25 or something okay so that's um, a big jump yeah so let's get it yeah the yeah. earliest so this is in, in <laughs> chicago <laughs> yeah man uh yeah so you know getting to see stuff kind of in person is what drew me in like i, I was never one of people like I'm old enough to where like rapping and all that wasn't a desirable. It wasn't like I'm I'm gonna rap so I could be a million. Okay. You okay. know, people who got into music and entertainment, it was because you genuinely had something to say, or you you know you really wanted to add to the to the culture. culture. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So uh, that that was a big part of it. You know, what I'm saying it was certain songs that you know you hear and you like, damn, that's kind of that's kind of tough. You know, like I remember being a little. A little a couple years old and hearing like LL and all that kind of stuff, being you know, like, "So you're an '80s what is baby," is what you're telling me. You're yeah. an '80s, like early '80s or late '80s. Early. Okay, mm-hmm. me too. That's why I was asking because I don't, I don't. This, the music now is cool, but I, I go back to the old like playlist that I used to listen to. But keep going. Go ahead. I'm, I'm back and forth. I'm, I'm constantly back and forth. Like I listen to new music. Uh, it's a different. It's, it's a different level of um. This is what I expected the future of music to sound like. Okay, you know, okay. If, I, if I went back in time, I, I wouldn't be disappointed. You okay. know what I'm saying? People sound like robots and all this. You know, it's like right. I watched a documentary with the T Pain where all that quote about T Pain talking about Usher. Right. Uh, that documentary talking about auto tune, and I, I really think about that. Like I, I would have expected people to sound like this in the future. Okay. Okay. You know I mean? Okay. I still. I still <laughs> okay so let's go back to uh listening to the ll cool j's and you were listening to some more artists that you um were inspired by or just heard around the city or you know what i mean so on and so forth yeah like i mean in chicago um you know we had a lot of artists that don't really get that type of shine like um I mean, like m dot uh people who was like big before before the next wave of people came out, which would be like the do or die, twist the okay, okay, wave. okay, like that was in the mid nineties. But it was a couple people that was around even before that. Um, you know, that was like super hip hop artists and shit, like boom bap type artists. But um, yes, yeah, even seeing seeing them come up and Crucial Conflict and all them, and you know, getting to like physically see them in places do you like know we a didn't fun have. Fact? Do you want to know a fun fact? Yeah. I love Crucial Conflict. I For love, real, I love- <laughs> man. When it comes to music, I'm a super fan. Like I, I love music. So, like I remember when I was a shorty, I, I was in DC, mm-hmm. and I bought Crucial Conflict album in DC because I really felt like I was doing something for the like. Yeah, they gonna see right. somebody in DC bought this right. shit. It ain't just right. Chicago. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, I, 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 and they, they performance wise, I'm be honest, they're probably one of the best shows I've, I've been to several. Shows are there, right? 
they they performances is better than most of the artists that you you'll ever see. Really? And they I seen them turn that shit on like that. I seen them perform places where they was not supposed to perform. <laughs> and they was just sitting there and somebody be like, Y'all wanna come up perform and they just turn it on and and go. I, I love yeah, them too. They, slept, man, they are definitely a slept on group of, of individuals. Cause when I'm I met one of the the Q ball. DJ Q-Ball, he's now in the core DJs, but I met him and I fanned the fuck out. When I say, I was like, oh, and then I just, I started rapping the song. I'm like, see, this is the type, I'm just that that person. But he he was like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, he was very humble. But yeah, I love Kush Conflict, 3-6 Mafia. Because I was, I was raised in the Tennessee area, and but I'm from okay. Detroit. So I have a, a sense of all of the genres of music but i that is like where i the, that's my go-to like do or die that's my go-to like i could rap like listen you would be uh, yeah, you would be you would be like oh my god it's a different vibe like yeah. it's different than everything like yeah. i you know i don't know I, when you get into the small like i'm like a, a microbiologist when it comes to rap hip-hop right. so when you get into some of these weird little idiosyncrasies of this shit it's crazy because there's so many things that came out of so many places, you know, like right. you said, like Memphis, Detroit, Chicago, uh, Cleveland, you know yep. what I'm saying, with Bones and all that. And yep. Crazy. Yeah, it definitely is. So that played a huge role in in you becoming an artist or how did that, how did you figure out like, hey, I want to be in this thing called entertainment, because I know you, you've seen certain things. Um, I'm sure the lifestyle or the, um, the, the, the event, not venues, but the, the Chicago music scene was way different from where you are now. So how did, how did you know that like, Hey, I like, I like certain things to become an artist. Um, this is going to sound bad, but I mean it in a good way. It's okay. You know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I saw like how underground music is like you know that that scene there's a lot of talented artists but a lot of personalities clashing and a lot of mm-hmm. you know hating and bumping heads and then I seen the actual music industry people mm-hmm. and what made me want to be more serious was because I felt like they had like a community like at least at that the time underground, you know what I mean? the underground or the industry the, the people who were working for like the record label, like it was okay, okay. It's, it's a different it's like time, a right? So, or a sorority, they like it's something, yeah. it's something in that sense. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It was just a little. It was a little. Even when people were competing, mm-hmm. it was friendlier competition because right. you had the business attached to it, and this was pre like uh, people wilding out right. type of shit. You know, right. when you go to like industry events, like. And we were shorty, so I'm just really, uh, uh, I'm soaking it all in, right. you know, cause I, and I'm seeing both sides, because I only see that when I'm with him, but then any other time, I'm just a regular artist, like, those people didn't know I was an artist, I was just his nephew. Right. Um, but, and seeing it, it kind of, that's what kind of pushed me to be a little bit more serious, um, because I, I, I wanted to favor to, to that side, you know, because there's really no way around the, the personality class, like, Oh. It, and, and like when you say about the difference between Chicago and Vegas, when I came to Vegas, I started off doing beat battles as a producer. Oh. I ain't even tell nobody that because I was so tired of the the, the way people come at you. Right, you rap. Right, yeah, right. like, bro, I gotta <laughs> every night. I gotta, I gotta, gotta prove my love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just be kind of weird sometimes. Like it, it'd be weird to tell. Uh, but yeah, coming here, I just I was like I'm a producer, and I started doing beat battles. Um, DJ so, Shakespeare, so before, Kelly J was always there. Before um before you were an artist, or while you were in the um the art, you became a producer, or you were just like I'm about to be a producer. I know how to make beats, or you you know what I mean. You've been doing this for a while, or how did that even transition? Mm-hmm. I started off just rap. I started off. I started rapping when I was like maybe nine or something. Okay. Um in terms of producing, uh, I probably started producing when I was like eighteen. 
18. So this so, was right before you got to Vegas. So you said, because you moved in to Vegas about 25, when you were 25. So that was like right before. Okay. Okay. So you so, had been doing uh, Yeah, you know, like at that time, um, like it was hard to get, get beats and shit at that time. This was before everybody really was on, on digital production. Right. Okay. Um, you know, we talking like uh, early 2000s, like when that really kicked up, when you could find a producer that was willing to, you know, it's, I understand it. You know, if you if you uh, buy MPCs and all this equipment and, mm-hmm. you know, thousands, thousands of dollars, you're not going to just give away beats. Big facts. And so Big facts. As a certain artist, you know, it was kind of like, well, shit, this, I ain't got number time. I might well learn. Um, so I went to my homie uh, Omega Red and was like, Hey man, I'm gonna start making beats. What's what's the one thing you can tell me? <laughs> I'm like, what's the one thing you can tell me? He was like, man, you just gotta have patience. Yeah. He's like, as long as you patient, you know that should have happened. You just gotta have patience. And then that was, I was kind of what I what I went off um, as I started into production. Mm. So when you got <laughs> into that production side, you started making beats for yourself, or was it um, a mixture of, well, I'm gonna make beats for myself as well as push myself as a producer. Um, honestly, I, I really never pushed myself as a producer, to okay. be honest. I, I really just made beats for myself and for like my friends and people that, you know, was kind of in my circle. Okay. Um, I've done like outside production, but it was never from like me really pressing the line like that. Mm-hmm. It always came from like a friend of a friend or somebody just, you know, running into somebody somewhere and they like, I need this now. And be like, oh, okay, I got that. And okay. You know, you kind of fell in the place, but yeah, I, I have never really gone down that lane to like aggressively, you know, solicit uh, uh, as a producer Up like that. I, I always to Vegas, it. right? Well, no, I really just did that on some like social oh, shit. Just, like, okay, okay, okay. You know, you get tired of going to the club or going. So I saw a video where they beat by. I'm like, that should look well. <laughs> right. Go down there and see what's to that. You know, and just. <laughs> I want to hear my shit on the big speakers. You know what right. I mean? You know, when you go to the club, you, you listen to everybody else's music. You're like, man, bro, my shit probably sounds ten times <laughs> But you can't talk with your chest till you Facts. hear it. Facts. You know? Facts. It's a huge so, difference from in the studio to in the club. It's a huge difference. I can't hear you. The sound went out. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? My sound went out. Can you hear me? I don't know what happened. Can you hear me? Oh shit! Y'all in the comments can can y'all hear y'all still hear both of us or y'all just hear me? I can me? hear you, but hold on. Since y'all here, we gonna put y'all to work. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? No. Can you hear me now? Oh, okay. They hear you. Well, shit, my shit broke then. Hold on. He said my shit broke then. <laughs> Maybe uh, you can log log yourself out and then log back. Hold on, on. I'm gonna jump off and come back on. Okay. That was getting to the good. That was getting to the good. But yes, sorry for that. Uh, we are on Instagram Live as well as going live on this podcast because things happen. We're just going to wait for him. And But in the meantime, in between time, oh, hold on, y'all. Y'all going to hear all of this on the podcast because real recognize real. <laughs> And that's okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. There we go. You were trying to blame it on me. I'm like, what the hell going on? Because <laughs> your mouth was moving. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, this is a deep question. I, I know, can't even hear that. That's what I'm shit. saying. Like, I, I lost all train of thought. But um, you said you were talking as being never, you were never um, a producer. You were just producing more so your things and and friends of the family and those that really, really needed it. So why did, and, and um, going to 
going to the battles because you wanted to be more social. That's where we ended at. So how did that, like you said, you, how did that even uh, come about? You were researching it or you, it just came, you just came across it. Uh, Yeah. I was just, you know, looking at events and and different things out here and trying to see what was going on in the, in the local scene. Uh, You know, at that time I was, uh, I'm, I'm like the worst, I'm the worst rapper, bro. Like, cause I, I love this shit too much, and that's the problem. When you love it too much, you constantly in and out. Like the people that win at music are the ones that really see it as a hustle. Right. Um, right. When you see it as a hustle, then it's just like, nah, I'm gonna have it. You know, like right. if I sell this, I sell that, and somebody like, yo, I need that. All right, I got it. It's never. A, it's a difference between like be being about the be it being about the money. And it just being a passion, not a, necessarily a passion, but something that you see for the long term. Because a lot of people don't see it yeah, as a long term like, goal. They just see it as a right now money. Like, that's just how I could, I can explain it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you know, um, at that time, I kind of was, you know, in leaving Chicago, I was looking at, I had built up a lot of equity there in mm-hmm. terms of what I was doing there. Um, I had a group and we just put out a mixtape and it was doing numbers and doing all this shit and doing shows. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, I saw this shit brewing. Like, I, I seen it coming. I was like, man, it's, it's finna get ugly here, bro. Like, I got kids. I'm like, you know what, man? Let's sit down, talk it out, say, you know what? Let's, let's go and get up out of here, go set up shop somewhere else, you know, so mm-hmm. these babies could grow up and, Mm. You know, have a different type of mentality. You right. Because you can't remove time, you know. Hell no. Hell no. So you picked up and you moved to Vegas. And once you moved to Vegas, you realized that the musical or the entertainment scene was way different from the Chicago scene. So how did you, how did you, um, I don't want to say fit in, but how did you maneuver around that entertainment scene to where you are now? Because you're making more music and you're making, you know, more production in Vegas, so how did how did that even you know become about? Um, it's it's weird because it's kind of like uh like Vegas is is a, a very um it's a small market, mm-hmm. so most of everybody will kind of know each other or meet each other at one point in time. Okay, but it's still pockets. It's still kind of divided into these different pockets. Mm-hmm. Now, me as a person, you know, because that's how I weigh them. I'm the one that's in. Everybody pockets. Mm. So I go talk to these people. I go over here talk to these people, and I'll be like, "Y'all don't even know each other." <laughs> Hold on, like you know what I'm saying? Like yep. it's crazy to me, like because these people that live here their whole life, and this person do a event here, this person do a event here, and they ain't never even met. Yeah, and I'm like, how is that possible, bro? Like you know what I'm saying? Right, I get it because <laughs> sometimes it's that way too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's where I'm at now. Yeah. So it's. It has a it has a a, a a shitload of talent, but like you said, it's people don't know people know one another in the group, but it's never like a let's do this together or let's you know what I mean. It's starting to get that way, but it's slowly it's it's taking a long time because you would think you know they would be more like talent out of Virginia at this moment because so many like great people came from here, so. Yeah. It's just that connection. I don't know if we're missing a connection or if it's just something that they just they're just gonna do forever. Cause I've that's just how it's been since I've been in Virginia, and everybody that I meet says the same thing. But it's just like, how are we all saying the same thing? But we're not doing anything about it to the point where it could be so much more better, like in Atlanta that's or like you know part. what I mean? Yeah. So how that's do- the tricky part because it's only let's be realistic. It's only so much of this pie, right, that could yeah. go around. Facts. Granted, it's people, so we already know the music industry is this pie, and we already know that maybe, personal opinion, maybe you feel like half of the people that got that pie mm-hmm. are not as talented as some of these other people, mm-hmm. then it's so fact, though, that tell you that, okay, well, talent ain't what gets you a piece of this pie. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult because then you have to determine, you know, something, for me, it was times when I ducked out of music because it just was a bad investment. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way as if I came to you and was like, hey, man, uh, loan me $50,000. Mm-hmm. 
so I could go start a barbershop. He'd be like, man, you can't cut hair. You ain't got no barber's license. You ain't. Like sometimes music is a huge investment. Right, right. It's an investment of time, you know, and even time, I mean, depending on how much you can make with your time, mm-hmm. that's still an investment. Yeah. You know, you might spend three weeks mixing a song. That's three weeks you can't get back or, you know, working yeah. on this, working on that. So, you know, that's that's kind of just part of it, too. But, I mean, I think people got to, we all, as individuals, got to get away from uh, just looking at this as a meal ticket or yeah. as a uh, it's competition. Like, everybody, you always hear rappers say that. Everybody, well, you know, rappers is naturally a competitive sport. And right. It's like, fam, this is not a sport. <laughs> it's an art. Ooh. How many times Ooh. you just seen two painters put their canvas next to each other and have a fucking paint off. <laughs> right. I ain't never seen that shit. I would watch it. <laughs> yes, I would too. <laughs> but I ain't seen it. Right. Big facts. Dang, look so, at you. Spin, spin this I game. It. It's, it's cool. You know, I get it. The competitive juices keep the, the artistic shit flowing by right. the end of the day. That's why I like like watching versus the the Bow Wow um Ooh. and Soldier Boy. You see the love, you know. Yeah. If the love ain't there, then I don't want to do this shit. Facts, facts. If I got real problems with a nigga, I don't want to. And that's getting into the whole, you know, the new shit where it's like niggas got real problems with people and right. they all rapping and they better rappers than the motherfuckers who not game bank. And that's the fucked up part. They making better music. So it's like, well, damn, if I listen to this music, am I supporting this activity that's going mm. on? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some of the stuff that they rap about are literally what they're living living <laughs> right now to this day. But some of them, you know, some of them are not. But it looks to see that a lot of them that are coming into the game are in that lifestyle or have been a part of that lifestyle. And they're either trying to get out of it or... They're just still in it, and they have like they're. It's following them, if that makes sense. And now, it's like out, literally out there because every time you turn around, it's it's somebody from a group then got shot or got over a lyric or over something that's really really happening that they turned into a lyric. So that's that. Yeah, that's scary. Being like, what? Who said it? Being a rapper is like the the danger, the most dangerous. Um, thing to do in life uh-oh he didn't left again his phone keep going in and out of it's all good it's all good you know we're gonna uh yeah hold on just a second y'all we're gonna play this song it's called i need a bay and that is from our guest today In the meantime, in between time, make sure you guys go and follow The Adult Swim Mixtape on Instagram. You can also follow me, M-I-S-S-Hollywood313 on Instagram. Also follow Session 420, Greenleaf Gang, So Hollywood, the podcast. Also, The Adult Swim Volume 4 is available on many streaming platforms. Live mixtapes, Mixcloud, AudioMac, Mix. Midwest Mixtape and MyMixtape.com We're going to get him back up here. Sorry. But this is the song that is actually on our mixtape and I'm waiting for him to pop up. That's the damn government. We talking too much. It all like within like the last couple of my interviews most of them started to do things when we were really talking about some real shit. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> he said... It's cool. It's cool. They ain't, they ain't shutting down that. We, we got plenty of smoke for them. Uh, but, I, no, I heard part of what you had said because um, it, it would play back. Like, as soon as it cut me off, it'll start... I was watching myself on there. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, it is a lot of that, but I, even that, I've I seen it coming because yeah. it's algorithm. We living based on algorithm. Mm. So... When you see certain activity, if a record label is looking at activity, right, mm-hmm. and you see somebody that got a real problem with a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. 
And if I'm like, fuck dude, and then all the people who with me listening, and all the people I said, fuck them, they listening, because they listening to hear me say fuck them. And then the next person saying, damn, did you hear you hear Hunter say fuck dude? Right. And playing it, all the labels see his number. And they going to react to it. But then mm-hmm. behind that, you get good news. And, and that's the hard part. Like, you know, it, it, we dehumanize people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's on us. You know, this is an internal community conversation. Thanks. You feel me? Yeah. Um, I know people don't like, like they say, Aaron Dirty Laundry. But these are the things that internally we got to keep that communication up about. Because I don't give a fuck how thugged out you is as a black man. You got a family. You got something that, you know, you have to go out your way to 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 uh keep together. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And you don't wanna lose it. Ain't nobody motherfuckers ain't walking around with death wishes like that. Mm-mm. You don't wanna lose this this life, this shit a privilege. So that's you know, we gotta get back to that. And that's but it's all in the music. It's hard. It is. It definitely it's is. Up about it. Because sometimes you can even hear the pain that, that is actually coming from these artists and they're literally crying out for help. So that's another thing that, you know, we need to take serious is our mental health. Like, that is very important. Like, that is 100% yeah. important because depression is real. Uh, suicide, I actually, you know, that's real. Like, people don't want to believe certain things that are happening that are, you know, going through some of these artists or a majority of these artists, because they deal with stuff every day, like literally every day. And I'm sure you didn't seen a lot coming out of Chicago and you know what I mean? Like, and you put it in your music, but it's just like, where's the balance? Where can we, where, I don't know. Is there ever going to be a balance when it comes to that? Or is it always going to be about the numbers? Man, to be honest, um, with the way shit is now, Mm -hmm. like this is, it's really sad, bro. Like, cause when you know, when you know how talented some of these people really are, like that's like anybody, right? If you go into any prison across this country, and you can just pick one person and sit down and talk to them and get the whole story, and by the time you get up, you gonna be like, damn, like mm. even the people that did it, you know, you'll be like, damn, but you shouldn't have been in a position where you had to do that. Right. At the end of the day, like. When it comes to to music, mm-hmm. um, everything is is run by views. It's not. It, it doesn't have to be purchased. Mm-hmm. When the last time you took money and purchased some music? Hmm. I purchased subscription, <laughs> but that's about it. Ain't no. Ain't no. Yeah. So it's hard to really like if somebody like okay, put it this way. Back in the day, it was a lot of people that was real gangsters that was rapping. Of right? It was a lot of them that didn't rap about gangster shit. Mm-hmm. And it was some of them that kind of, you know, would touch on it, but they would keep it straight because they didn't want to mess their money up and they knew they got to, you know, work around that shit. Right, right. Labels will hold you responsible because they had pressure from different places or whatever, but ultimately it was just about money. Mm-hmm. So if, if we see in the money, then it's cool. Right now, it's no alternative market. Everything is based in the same, that shit fit right here. Mm-hmm. Anything outside of that, we didn't have that in no other decade. In in the, in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, but coming to up to this decade, mm-hmm. it's like everything just has merged into like one one specific thing. Every You know what a rapper going to act like before you see him, before you hear him. You already kind of know what to expect, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's I don't I don't like that type of shit. That's not um, it's not shining a a a, a good image for us as individuals mm-hmm. as, as a person. I don't give a fuck if you don't care about black people as a whole. That's your choice, but at least care about how you come across with yourself. Right. If you did it. If you shot a motherfucker, you ain't got to tell everybody. Right. You don't have to. You... We don't have to know. We. I promise. People thinking you tougher is not worth right. the time you're going to do. Right. 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 You spit know? mm. into a lot of stuff. You... So how, for let me jump into this. How did you get the name uh, Wild Honey? Speaking of that, um, <laughs> that was a good transition. <laughs> so, so 
my name um, originally in high school, I had a uh, like you know coming up, you know you always try and find rap names, but right. you never really like that shit never worked. Like nicknames gotta just Come like to you. find you, right, right. So you know it started off. I had a homie named Chuck, um, and Chuck uh, was like, "I'm gonna call you Apollo." Because we was doing, you know, in high school, they make you read all the Greek shit and all right, that. Right. He's like, I'm going to call you Apollo, you know what I'm saying? Because you be all about the arts and shit, you know, you be putting that shit together. And I was like, yeah, yeah I ain't really like that. I ain't on that Greek shit. So everybody started calling me AP. Everybody pretty much still calls me AP, mm-hmm. like in terms of my nickname. But that's too vague to rap under. So, you know what I'm saying? I was like, all right. So I added Grand AP. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. And then it became 100 grand. And then it like just kind of keep flowing this way. So now it's like, wow, 100. So it's like I keep oh, adding okay. names up. <laughs> you- <laughs> so then it became wow, 100. Um, you know, wow, 100 is a neighborhood in Chicago. Uh, not really a neighborhood, but it's like everything south. It's just kind of uh, everything south of 100 Street. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, up until you get to the South Burbs. So. You know, I took that to kind of represent my city uh, at a time when I felt like it wasn't really uh, being represented in a certain light. Mm-hmm. So had you, um, what what year do you know around, were you in, were you in Chicago when you became that name? Or, yeah. uh, okay, so you took that on and you ran with it. And so when you, okay, after moving to Vegas and finding that scene, um, what, what did you do, uh, I guess, to add to your your uh, your musical background? Your did you did you go into like uh, playing instruments, or did you find other things to um, like? I, I don't know how to put it together, but bring together to make it where you are now. Um, you know where it started off. Um, I had a homie that moved out here. And uh, once again, I he called me. He was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna move out there." Uh, and I was like, "Yo, I'm not. I ain't doing music. So don't be coming out here trying to see <laughs> me rapping this shit." I, I told him in the door. I said, "Before you leave overseas and get on that plane, don't come over here. <laughs> come on the rapping." And of course, you know, because okay. I'm, I'm a flake, I, I gave in, and, oh. and uh, you know, we started we started back working. So I did a project called Count Base. Uh, Sticky Steve, what up, boy? We did a project called Count Base, and we had a uh, what would be a podcast today, mm-hmm. which we didn't know what a podcast was back then, but uh, it was called Reality Rap TV. And basically, uh, me and him had been homies for a long time, but we never really worked in the studio together. Mm-hmm. And so the first time we worked together, when he seen how I worked, he was like, bro, you really be doing this shit. Like, you, you be playing. And I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> He was like, nah, I'm going to set it up so people could watch you do this. Mm, okay. So I was like, that's kind of weird. You know, I don't know if I want to do <laughs> right, You know, because right. you know how music is. You right. do a song in June, and it might not come out for a year and a half. Right. So I'm like, you want people to watch me sit here and do this shit? But he did. He set up a camera in the booth, and we kind of turned it into like a whole show. So I would come on and do uh, like current events and topics, and then we would have guests and shit, and all type of shit. And then I would go in and do like two songs and, you know, we'd close it out. Right. So that's kind of what started it um, along with the beat battles with Go There, Holla at People. Um, I still ain't, I, I, I wasn't really performing out here. Like, you know, it's, every now and then you get weird vibes in different places right. where it's like, oh, we're going to let our homies in them rock and, mm. you know, blah, they still be. And I get it. You know, I don't really, you know, <laughs> it's not really no prize for me, no way. Like, I'm too nonchalant, so it'd be hard for me to give a fuck sometimes. Right, like, right. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, man, whatever, like, nigga. I'm, I ain't wasting you know what my energy. Like, <laughs> man, not the cap, but, like, you know, when I was struggling, I, I was very uh, sensitive. But once I kind of got my shit together and got to the point where I'm at now, like, I realized that like, this shit don't bother me because I'm going right. to go get my car, I'm going to go to my home, and I'm going to be comfortable at the end of the day. So, you know, motherfuckers be angry as hell because they mattress this big and they this big and they fucking, they know like, now I got to see this nigga and I got to go home and sleep on this hard ass bed. So, I don't know. 
I, I, I promise I'm not I'm not like a cold hearted person. I just be so indifferent sometimes because I it's this this shit be so small when you you know focused on larger things sometimes right. like music. I love it, but if it's not connected to something, it's hollow. Right, right. Like it's only so much we can rap about how good we look or how much how good we can rap. Right, or look at this shit on my neck or look at this in my bank account. Nigga, you ain't if you ain't rapping about a stock tip, if you ain't rapping about, you know, goddamn things that impact people, if you're not telling me circumstances that you got through right. as a person, right? Then how long I'm gonna really listen to this shit? Right. Right. You know? It's really the beat that you listening to. <laughs> it is. It is. And the, and producers producers smart, so they know I can make some shit that sounds just like it, but don't sound like it at all. Hello. And Take your whole little wave, and you be like, "Damn, that nigga was bumping my beat," <laughs> but this nigga took it and made a better song. Right. And now I'm I'm out the game because now I got to come up with something new. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That'd be the hard part of shit. <laughs> but you got the best of both worlds, so you know you know what to do and what not to do. So that's that's real good. Most I, people yeah, don't. I do have fun with it. <laughs> I have fun with it. I ain't gonna lie. It's like. <laughs> I love, like I said, I love it too much, you know. Right. I, don't, I don't even be want to do this shit sometimes, but then sometimes I be like, man, like <laughs> when you, you know, you freestyling some shit, you like, man, that shit was hard. <laughs> uh, why, why that shit have to be hard? Now I gotta go put this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just do it. Do it for the culture. It's bigger than yeah, you. Yeah, that's all. That's all you gotta think. That's it's bigger. It's bigger than you. Just go ahead and spit it. For real. Even if you don't put it out. You know what I mean? You can still well, yeah, rock over yeah. that beat. And representation matters. And then okay. I had my homie tell me he really like got in my head one time talking about like, man, bro, this, this we leave this shit behind. Mm. And regardless of whatever happens in your lifetime or, you know, if you make all this music, like you can't go online and find some shit of mine and be like, damn, this is what this young man was thinking when he right. was 17, 18, 19 years old. And I can go back and listen and be like, damn, like, you know, I, I released the album, my first solo album, because I've been in a couple groups and shit, but I put out a solo album classic in like 2001 mm-hmm. um, and or 2002-ish. And it, I can go back now and listen to that and be like, damn, that's where my heart was. That's where my mind was. Like, because I was rapping about me. Yeah. I wasn't inventing no character. I wasn't fucking just talking about, you know, having money. some money and having it mm-hmm. all talking about how these things impacted life and what, what we should be focused on. And But I get it, though. You know, it's it got to be room for both. Because yeah. I like to turn up. I like to it. I ain't no serious ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm a comedian. I like joking and, and mm-hmm. having fun. But I'm also serious as hell. And it's funny because I know a lot of comedians. Mm-hmm. And if you ever meet some of these comedians, they be serious as hell. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you be like, smart. <laughs> smart. <laughs> That's right. the, the, man, man, oh, man. But guess what? We are at, oh, well, no, I'm going um, to ask you this, because how did you get your song on the Adult Swim mixtape? Because what you, or even where did that song even come from, first and foremost? The I Need a Bass song. You know what? That was like right pre-quarantine, it was like right in that uh-huh. era. Uh-huh. And again, just rolling around, like I had um, started making beats again and, okay. you know, was on the tear, like, you know, when you get into your zone, <laughs> right, you're like, oh, right. I still got it. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So I'm making some shit and I'm like, damn, I, I want some, I want some shit that's kind of like, because I've been focusing more on like that type of like fun, wow. you know, like mm-hmm. Yeah, like just a different elevation where it's not, it's no pressure. You right. know, you can just enjoy the music, get on with your day. And um, I, I I started just saying that shit in my head, just driving around. Hey, and then I I started making the beat in my head. And so I'm, you know, you doing the race to get to the right. crib, <laughs> right? Right. So all this shit, be, you sit down and be look. Uh, I forgot right. what the fuck. <laughs> so I'm, you know. I'm freestyling the verse in my phone. Like, I, I haven't written shit in a long time. Like, all the shit that I do, I just freestyle it and then basically just put all that shit in the document. Right. And just cut it and make a song. 
And so, yeah, I just sat down and put it together. Um, and once I released it on streaming platforms, I was just looking for, you know, different ways to kind of get it out because I felt like it was a fun little summer song. And boom, you know, you put that in the universe. Mm-hmm. And then I seen uh, one of Kelly J posts about, um, you know, the mixtape. I was like, oh, this kind of fly. You know, I might, I might see if they're, you know, jump on this. So I, I'm thank, thankful to, to you, to her, you know, to everybody that's involved, you know, for um, for putting that on there, you know, because I really feel like, you know, some nice little fun vibe. You know? Yeah, definitely a summertime vibe. Um, it is number. What number is it on the mixtape? Let me see. I think it's number. I think it's thirty-one. Yeah, I believe it's thirty-one. That's what it is. It's called I Need a Bay, and which we're going to get into that now, if you would like, uh, <laughs> 45 after right now. Uh, we can do a sweet 16 if you would like to give them a little snippet of I Need a Bay that is on the Adult Swim Mixtape Volume 4, which is on livemixtapes.com and a few other uh, platforms. So if that's okay with you, you can get a little snippet. If not, we can move on, keep moving. Um. Oh shit! I, I was gonna spit some bar bars. Oh, right? okay. Uh, well, I'm a, I'm that too. If you go, well, shit. Know, well, shit. You know, I'm trying, <laughs> I ain't, look. I ain't on Funk Master Flex show. I'm on your show. You know what I'm saying? I'm on so Hollywood podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I said, well, let me let me see if I got some bar bars. You know, he can't prepare. I need to pay. That's fun. But it ain't too fun without the beat. You know, you oh. got you got to vibe. And okay, I'll... understood. Understood. So, well, you go ahead. I ain't got no beat for you right now, so you might have to just go. No, nah, yeah, I got all you. Right, all I got right. you. All right, go ahead. All right, better look. All right, check it out. Um, yeah, I let this world diminish my flame. Have dead need a spiritual change. That's advice I got to learn to live with the pain. I don't know if they respect the finesse of the brute. I give them the best of the two, let them test it and choose. As a shorty couldn't afford Jordans, no investments to lose. Ain't no, my path in life requires some specialist shoes. Playing Spice One in the lack, niggas singing the blues. I put my sins in the collection plate, Benjamin Hughes. Match my silk scarf denim. Same as I used to be. Feel like the ones that say they love me was the noose on me. The double one, but then a triple fat goose on me. Range, but angels singing my praise. I stayed playing the back because these lanes was playing games. The law of attraction stayed unimpacted by what I claim. But I was raised by the ratchets. The gangsters saw me the same. I grew up with niggas with bodies and no teardrops. It's no crying in baseball or gang wars. One of my ten of your underlying pen of rage from the poverty. We all itching for a little bit of understanding. Just to get it from a different source. The streets illuminate the souls fighting winter wars. Supplemental for the goals we could not attain. Got overlooked, they heard the shots, and now they can't ignore us. But how I live now, this is a far cry, but I don't shed a single tear. I ball out, this all mine. Can't be a boss if you thinking like an underling. I'm getting to this money, there's nothing else that could comfort me. I got a shell company to sell comfortably. And I pray for any man that come for me. Under the assumption we was once something, boy, be the bummest motherfuckers trying to claim what they done for me. Damn, my nigga thought we was homies. Don't count what I paid, count what they owe me. They couldn't even re-up on what they sold me. I severed them ties, no love lost, they phony. Celebrate every day as a victory. Hesitate, be a victim as hella strikes us against me. I keep the nine like the innings. Call the vibe chakras aligned, I'm winning. Uh, wish you the best sign still delivered as hundreds. Okay, okay, okay. For for somebody just not little, to not to want to be a rapper bar, and you know shit, saying? you know what I mean? Some for somebody that didn't want to be a rapper, you sure just came out the gate. Damn, they did like, they did kick me off again. Wait, hold on. Uh oh. Uh, they ain't no more sound. Miss Diva, what up? Hold on. That was really, really dope. He spit 16 bars with us today. And he, look at it. They don't want him to be great today. They don't want Instagram. Y'all are messing up right now. Y'all don't want us to be great. But anywho, yes, um, we're going to get into this top five here shortly. Um, Give me just a moment, moment, moment. 
Yeah. This is crazy. They didn't want you to be great. They didn't want you to be great. Like, I know the government on me. That's true. Listen. That's why I'm out here in the mountains. <laughs> that was dope. Thank you for spitting that. Like I didn't even Appreciate know you, I didn't even know you was gonna come through with that. Okay. Look, look. I want the rap rap. You know uh, what I'm saying? Fuck that. I'm about to say <laughs> Just so they know. He kicked the dough down, say boop. <laughs> but but it is um time for the top five. I'm gonna give you I was gonna give you five questions, but I have a little bit I think I've got about three. Um, but you can do the top five of of your choosing. So um top five producers you've worked with. Oh man, that's super easy. Uh <laughs> DJ Nathan. Okay. because hey, I, I love my homies. Look, like like I say, I'm a super fan, bro. I love my homie DJ Nathan, the number one DJ in Chicago, goddammit. And what y'all don't know, man, that boy cold as hell on production. Our squad with us. He did a gang shit with us. Uh uh Omega Red, first producer I really worked with. Um Obsidian Blue. If y'all listen, man, this is this is one of the coldest producers ever. I don't care what genre, what go find. He got a page somewhere. Like he's a, a he lives in recluse from music. He's one of them. He, mm. He's so good. He don't even want to be bothered with nobody. Like oh. prints and shit. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that boy brilliant. I watched him work, and I, it's crazy. The way Maples, mm-hmm. stupid, crazy. <laughs> Up there with Dylan. Uh, um. Aside from that, uh, Benji, Benji, um, Benji here in Vegas. Uh, and what's another producer? And who I worked with. Um, oh, Noximus Prime, man. Shout out to him. No, and uh, Saki, because Saki active too. Okay. 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 So, top five battles you've been in. Can you hear me? Damn, it's doing this shit again, bro. Can't live. (laughs) IG will not let me live. IG, come on, IG. Mm-mm-mm-mm. His audio went out, but it's all good. We're gonna play his song in the background while he gets his things together. But um, I'm gonna do my wind down, and I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Uh, follow So Hollywood the podcast. Follow me, Miss Hollywood three one three. Follow Session Four Twenty. Also, The Adult Swim Volume Four is available on many streaming platforms. Live mixtapes, Mixcloud, um, Audio Mac, Audio Mac, Midwest Mixtape, MyMixtapes.com. We have over 12,000 views right now on live mixtapes, so make sure you guys tune into that. Download, stream, like, share, subscribe, do all of those things. He is back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Man, that's all good. It's all good. I've been beefing with uh, I've been beefing with Facebook for about a year. So me, Facebook, Instagram, we got a little. Them, them my ops. Uh- <laughs> them my ops right there. Cause I yeah, that's a whole different story. Okay, yeah, that's why I was like, maybe I have about three. So yeah, let, let's get let's get past this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, they don't. They, they, they won't hate Facebook on you. down, like all that shit, man. Oh, Facebook, yeah. I'm hating. I hating. You know what? I'm, I ain't oh. even gonna say that because then my shit gonna be like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> right, right. They're watching, you know that man. They're watching your head now. <laughs> it's all good. I ain't got nothing to hide. <laughs> Top five battles you've been in. It wasn't really no competition when I was actually battling. I ain't really feel Ooh. no kind of heat from it. Ooh. And, bah, 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 bah. and I, I, you know, again, not to not to date myself, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I come from the battle era when you ain't know who you was in the battle. Right. You ain't get two weeks to go on their Instagram and uh. scroll and look at all their fucking pictures and shit. We just walk in the building like the fight club, you know what I'm saying, and freestyle, go head up. Right. And, I had some serious, I had some serious battles, man. I don't think nobody really gave me no smoke like that. Uh-oh. Okay. 
So last oh, one is uh, top five cities in uh, Illinois. I was about to say Chicago, but then I was like, uh, that's <laughs> well, you know, Chicago is the epicenter. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I fuck with Peoria because I went to school down in Peoria and I got a gang of homies down there. I fuck with Peoria. I've never heard of Peoria. I've yeah, it's it's in the, it's like right in the middle of Illinois. It ain't even really like, and not to diss nobody, but it ain't really other places to go in Illinois. Like, <laughs> if you leave Chicago, you your ass is going to Indiana or Wisconsin or, you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay, I get it. Uh, unless you're going to a college town or a prison. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere but Dalton. And that's where you're going to see my black ass right there on motherfucking 140th <laughs> at the gas station. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Look, I don't even live out there. Niggas be surprised when they see me. They're like, what you doing here? Like, where the fuck you think I was going to be at? But this same gas station that I came to when I lived in this bitch, nigga. <laughs> I know that's right. Hell yeah! Oh my gosh, that yeah, you're Miss Devon here, Miss Diva. Did did anybody have any smoke for me in those battles? She was a witness. She was the only witness to those battles. Miss Diva, let me know if anybody had any smoke for me in any of those battles. <laughs> the answer is going to be no. Continue. But actually, this is the wind down portion of my show where you can give um, your shout out, so on and so forth. And then we're going to go into, she said, not ever. <laughs> I know that's right. Where We're going to go into the question of the day and then we're going to close out the show. So I guess right. give your social media, you can give out your, um, anything you're working on, your website, so on and so forth. You know how to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Wild Honey, at Wild Honey, W-I-L-D. H-U-N-N-I-D. I spell it how I say it. That's how we talk. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm working on uh, a couple singles. I need a Bay is out right now. That's on all streaming platforms. I got another song called Racks coming out. Uh, I hope it annoys the shit out of everybody because <laughs> I made it. I made. I said, man, you hear a song that's just irritating and you be like, I'm sick of hearing this motherfucker and then you start singing it. Mm -hmm. That's why I made it. So I'm looking forward to irritating the shit out of people with it and then watch them sing it and start liking that shit. Um, and then I'm going to drop some more bar bar shit uh, coming out after that sprinkling in between. Other than that, um, follow the Fleekest, D-A-F-L-E-E-K-E-S-T. Uh, you know, that's for all my, um, you know, I, I'm a stylist. I do uh, vintage fashion picks. Um a lot of different little shit involved in that. So, you know, if you if you do the Venice thing, check me out over there. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm shit. Hit me on IG. I'll be around. I'll be doing nothing special, just handling my business, you know, like a businessman should. And, goddamn it, uh, yeah, just looking forward to having fun, man, seeing people. You know, we finally getting back outside and, you know, seeing people. So I'm, I'm actually uh, going to get dressed and go to this little all-white event mm. later today. Um see some of my R&B peoples. You oh, know. shit. You about to say. Like I say, I be in them pockets. Yeah, I know, right? I be in them pockets. And it's good to have all types of pockets, my guy. Like, just going and being diverse is the thing. And then being able to look from the outside looking in and then also being present in that moment. Cause not, cause most of the yeah. time you don't see people all on their phone or in a club or you not nine yeah. times out of 10, you see people taking pictures of other people. Like instead of right. like, Oh, this we here, you know, it's cool, but it's just a different vibe when stuff is like in that moment and, and being present in that moment. Cause you get, you gain a lot more when you're actually in the moment than you're just, you know, focused on social media. So I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a website or everything? You have the link in your bio. Uh, yeah, everything's just through IG. I, I got a website, but I ain't. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. No, I used to manage a blog. I used to manage a blog called Taste of the Go. Um, yeah, so it's still up. So if somebody just want to see like old shit from you know a lot of the artists that didn't really get like at the time or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of you know rocking with trying to put out. All the all the artists I, I was fucking with, but uh, you know, once I left the crib, I kind of, you know, fell back off of 
Okay. So the last thing is question of the day. Uh, what bothers you about the industry? Why? And what would be your solutions to fixing it? Damn. What bothers me about the industry is um that people abuse it for their own purposes. Uh, entertainment is, is bigger than music. So when we just talk music, that's slightly, you know, different than overall entertainment, even though everything is wrapped up. But I think what bothers me the most is that um, people just don't focus on on the moment of, you know, this is creative people trying to make something in order to convey this this sense to somebody else, um, no matter what you're doing. And I think that's universal. And I feel like if that if that was uh, put more in the forefront. Instead of motherfuckers just being focused on picking up the person who got the most numbers or doing like that's cool, but you know that's not developing a long term strategy uh, in order to keep your shit afloat. It's gonna keep the labels afloat because they stepping on y'all niggas' heads. They just walking on top of y'all. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's unsustainable and it's it's uh it's harming black music as a whole. And I think we just need to do a better job of supporting it independently, um, of not only picking up on artists when they are sensationalized, because my name could be underground for years, for 20 fucking years. But if I shot a nigga and, you know, if this happened or that happened, then next thing you know, they're going to be talking about how cold I was. Or if I get popped off, you know, God forbid, or some shit like that. Then you get all the people that went, oh, man, I had his first mixtape. Wow. No, fuck y'all, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, Just, right. You know, support these artists, bro. I'm an artist myself, and I support. When niggas hit me, hey, I got a show, and I pull up. And I don't just pull up and look cool, nigga. I pull up and make you look cool, nigga, because mm. that's my job. Mm. You feel me? I want people to be like, damn, how they know him? He look important. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Who fucking do, you know? <laughs> So just putting that back into it, man, paying into it, like, you know, what, whatever you take it from this shit, make sure you putting something back into it. That's all. Give a penny, take a penny, man. Mm, mm. When you water it, it shall grow. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <Have a natural. laughs> you know I know. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. All right. So make sure you guys follow the podcast. So Hollywood, the podcast. Follow me, M-I-S-S Hollywood 313. Um, don't forget to tune into the Adult Swim Mixtape Volume 4, available on all, well, not all, many streaming platforms, uh, livemixtapes.com, Mixcloud, Audio Mac, Midwest Mixtape, MyMixtape.com. And it will be on other um, platforms here shortly. Just keep an eye out on our Instagram page, which is the Adult Swim Mixtape. And Wild Hunter is definitely on it. So make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, and subscribe. Did you hear that? Yeah. Subscribe. <laughs> I was just so All excited. Right? <laughs> yes. Do you have anything else to give the people? Um, if not, we out this thing on the chicken wing with a strain. Man, shout out to all the artists, man. And I, I've been saying Gato Delgato all week. That is one of the catchiest names I ever heard yes. in my life. I've been saying that shit in my head all week. Uh, shout out to all the artists. Um, shout out to all the creators. Um, shout out to all the hardworking people that get up every day. Plus, they ass, take care of their kids. Mm, I know that's right. And we out this thing. Thank you. Is it me or was it hot in here? <laughs> Yeah. Is it me or was it hot? So Hollywood, double L Y double So Hollywood,
To be a guest on So Hollywood, the podcast, just email So Hollywood, the podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram. So Hollywood, the podcast and M-I-S-S Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgang.com.